Carl. How are we doing this evening? Fine, thank you very much indeed. It's been a bit of a week. Do you want to to hear the best joke that I've heard all week? And it absolutely had me in stitches this week. Oh, God. Go on, then. So, I've discovered after Gaz got me addicted to betting on the stock market with that stupid app whose name I've forgotten, thankfully, gambling. So this week, I went and placed an accumulator on three horses. So, three horses, one race, happy days. I put my money on sunshine, moonlight, and good times. They all lost. I blame it on the bookie. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I had that in the show notes all day, and I deliberated. Is anyone going to read the show notes? And now I know the truth. How's it going, your end, Carl? What's your, what's your week been like? It's all right. I'm a year older. I know that. That's, oh, that's... yes. We've got to play some music, which would work if Sameboard would work. Happy birthday, old chap. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. Actually, one I do slag off. I used to slag off Facebook quite a bit, but one of the good things of Facebook is when it is your birthday, you do get lots of nice messages. Mine have started going down a bit because I think I've stopped making that effort. Say, oh yeah, here's a token gesture of happy birthday. Now, is there a bot? In fact, that's a good idea. Is anyone out there can recommend a bot so that if it is someone's birthday, it'll just do all the hard work for it. Like a bit like um those greeting card companies where you can put someone's date in, and then every year it'll just automatically fire them off a card. Yeah, if you want to lose friends and alienate people, yeah, just reduce them to a yeah, an algorithm. A, Why not? It shows a pro- pragmatic approach to system and formula. It shows laziness. No, no, I always respond to every single message as well. I don't believe in doing a blanket message back. Everybody gets a, a thank you, an individual thank you as well. Yeah, that's all. I, I do the same. I always like to go, you know, thanks very much, you know, uh, people taking the time just to jot something down in their busy lives. Um, uh, blimey, it's, it's been one of those weeks. I mean, it's my last week in work, and the best thing is that nobody knows about it apart from the boss, and I've just slacked off something chronic. I really have. It's been brilliant. It's been the happiest week of work in my life. But now, of course, going to this new job, I have this fear of, have I made the right decision? Should I just stay here and be miserable and keep my head down and be paid for it? Do I dare think the grass is going to be greener? But anyway... Tell us, where did you go and what did you do for your birthday? Uh, we just went to a, one of my local pubs, well, London local pubs, uh, and 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 had lots and lots of alcohol. That was it, really. That was pretty simple, pretty basic, but um, good fun was had by all, I think. Well, I think it was. I can't remember that much towards the end of the evening, but uh, yeah, I got home okay, and which is nice. And you still don't wake up with a hangover, do you? You're one of those freaks of nature. I have I have not had a hangover since my teenage years. Perhaps I'm just permanently drunk. I don't know, but yeah, the, the blood system has finally given up. Just saying, just just give up. Just let him have his way. <laughs> well, this takes us neatly on to our first story, and you've probably heard about this one in the press, Carl, over your side of the world, about an English bar blocking mobile phones. A new English cocktail bar offers something truly old-fashioned on its menu: the chance to talk to real people instead of staring at your mobile phone. The gin toe in Brighton has won rave reviews in its worst first week of business by installing a mobile signal blocker and placing throwback rotary phones at its table. Now, I want to go there just because of the rotary phone. They can be used to dial patrons at neighbouring tables on the bar or for another round. The gin tub is reckoned to be the only British pub blocking mobile phones by using a Faraday shield built into the ceiling. An, an exception in Britain's 2006 Wireless Telegraphy Act that otherwise outlaws use of signal blockers. Is this a pub you would frequent providing they serve beer? <laughs> it, um... 
Yeah, I mean, I don't. I've never. I, I look. I, everybody uses their mobile in a in a pub anywhere they go. They just bring it out and look at it quickly and put it away again. I mean, are things that bad in the world? Yes. I don't know. I mean, no. It says here the last line that the proprietor Steve Tyler says: "Mobile phones have killed pubs." No, how much you charge for drinks in your pubs has killed pubs. I'm afraid. Stop. Like <laughs> yeah, that is right, definitely. Not, I can see your point. <sighs> Yes, Listen, a little bit. But well, that's all it is. It's nothing to do with technology. I mean, you go in most pubs, the Wi-Fi doesn't work anyway. Normally, if you go in pubs in London, they're so old and they're so like well-built old buildings that you can't even get a signal even if you wanted to. I know this one is down in Brighton Way, but you know, but uh, it's just one of those. It's one of those weird things, isn't it? I mean, he's got a lot of again. I always cynic, as you know. He's got a lot of press over this, and now suddenly everybody knows about the gin tub in Brighton. And he's probably had to pay no advertising whatsoever. Well, kudos to you, young man, whoever he is. So he's, <laughs> by blocking social media, he's used social media to get more exposure. Oh, that is, that is to him. I, I can see. What well, they, they say? They say his patrons. They say his patrons. Oh, we couldn't be happy as a. Well, don't use bleeding your phone then. It's not. It's, <laughs> it's not. <laughs> you can choose not to look at it. You don't need someone sticking you in the middle of a Faraday cage for God's sake. To I mean, how much self? You know lack of self-control do you have i don't want to say nanny state because that's banded about too often but because it's not a nanny state it's a nanny pub in this case but oh i don't know i don't know i mean yeah if i go out with my mates and they're constantly looking at the pub that means i'm boring right so perhaps if i'm more interesting people will stop focusing on their phone and actually focus on what i'm saying but if i'm a boring old fart then maybe I will be checking yeah, my phone. It's just not like a learnt pattern of behaviour because I've I've been there with you know with friends watching Game of Thrones or House of Cards, and it's at a really critical moment, and they're glued to their phone. It's like you're missing something, and it's because we're in such a, an area of catch up TV, they don't have to pay attention; they can just click back. Yeah. That's more times, isn't it? I mean, well, yeah, I don't like that's just the way it is. Oh, Can you're you, one of them. Yes, I want to go there only because they have a rotary phone. That, is, to me, is the USP. If they simply have the thing that said there's a new pub, it's got a rotary phone, and it serves decent beer other than the tap water that's called Carling. Carl's it's a cocktail bar. It's a cocktail bar. It's not going to sell beer at all. Well, they might did. They might serve bottles of Corona. I'm, I, I, I will admit, I am a bit partial to a Mijito. I don't mind admitting that to the listening public. Oh, that's okay. Boston Tea Party drink for me every time. Gets me legless pretty quick. Um, but no, I'd, I'd, it's up to him. It's his bar. He can do whatever he wants with it, really. I mean, it, it's, I'm not sure. It doesn't look that big from the photo, I've got to say. So... Um, it probably doesn't need that many to pack it out. I can't. I, I, again, cynical side of me. This is something a good way of getting lots of publicity for your your gin tub uh, cocktail bar. And you know, people are going to walk past it. And go, oh, maybe I read about that or I saw it in the news. It was on the BBC. It was on Sky. For God's sake! I mean, how much more <laughs> newsworthy do you want? So, what I, fair play to him. What, well what played, I found sir. Funny this week is so I was in ten B, did the ten B ten K. Uh, and find a really nice little bar off the beaten track, you know, that I've been publishing on Facebook. And you go in there, and the owners are on their phones. And it's like, well, you've just attracted me to come here, say, warm, friendly, vibrant atmosphere. Yeah, so uh, that's the time it doesn't work. That's it when it does. That's when it is annoying when the staff behind the bar are on their phones and you're trying to get their attention. I just know it's actually. It's but it's proprietor is Steve Tyler. I didn't even know he'd left Aerosmith. 
He is, isn't he? I think he's just released a solo album. Yeah, well, he's, he does that every now and again. He done the country one not that long ago. I haven't listened to an Aerosmith album in ages, but now, I think now I've got a Spotify subscription. Only because it was ninety nine p, I might go and down some. Uh, right, well, I think we covered that one. Uh, what story we're going to go to next? This is a brilliant survey. There was obviously a think tank commissioned for this lovely piece of journalism, research, in-depth analysis. Nine in ten iPhone users won't buy the iPhone 7 without a, re- without a redesign, a survey finds. <laughs> okay. And what does that mean? I don't know. It, it, it's, I can only imagine the survey sort of like what you see on TV, where you said, you can have healthier, luscious, longer hair by using our new product with monkey dust in it. 87 well, that- people out of 40 agreed. Well, look, it's the whole thing about surveys, right? Unless you know exactly what the surveys, um, the way they correct, the way they did the survey, it means nothing to you. For example, the question here that they have printed, how interested are you in upgrading to each new iPhone design? Extremely interested, 11.8%. Fairly interested, 13.5%. So you can mold those two numbers together and come up with approximately 25%-ish. So, so hang on. So the maths are wrong already, straight away. Somewhat interested, 30, almost 40% will say. <sighs> And not so interested, 25%, and not at all interested, 11.8%. But 11.8 of what? I mean, what? There is the world? No data the wo- set. There the is world? There's no graphing. There's no demographic or anything. It's, it's- this is what. It's, this, is why, this is why I hate surveys. Surveys mean nothing. Let's look at all the surveys that have been wrong in recent, recent times. Brexit survey, wrong. Got it wrong. Totally wrong. It was predicted we'd stay, we left. Um, you got the. So the um the the election over in America, it was saying um a President Obama and and who was it running against him? I can't remember now. God, my memory's terrible. Um, but it was they were saying it's a close call, close call. Turns out Obama no, run it, it yeah. landslide. Exactly. They don't get anything wrong. You can make a, a survey come out with anything you want, anything you want, and this was proved most excellently on Yes Minister, right? And it's just depending on. What questions you ask? So, depending on what I want you to say, or just how I sculpt the questions. Yeah, yeah. So, for example, if I wanted you to agree to buying a new iPhone, right? So, I will ask you five questions. Do you enjoy using technology? Yes. Do you like Apple products? Yes. Are you excited by new Apple devices? Yes. Are you looking forward to new Apple's new iPhone? Yes. Will you be buying the new iPhone? Yes. Okay. See, there you go. Um, now I just get rid of the first four, and I just present the last one. Now, if I wanted you to go a different way, for example, but we'll see how it goes. Are you, are young people too engaged with technology? Yes. Do you wish Apple items were more affordable? Yes. Does Apple's tax situation annoy you? Yes. Do you think Apple should pay more tax on their devices? Yes. Will you skip buying the new iPhone? Yes. <laughs> It's just madness, isn't it? It, uh, And again, your your article that you wrote today over on Essential Apple about the whole rumour mill and everything like that, it is, you nailed it on the head. It's just getting completely out of control. And I think as we keep banging on in every, every single show, people aren't interested in the next iPhone. They're interested in the next, next iPhone because of this... I don't know why. It just seems seems to be that we have no appreciation of what Apple is going to release because we think we know it all. All we've seen so far is a case. Some have the port, 
some don't have the port. Now, the only thing I was thinking, I was thinking about this in the car. The only thing that sort of gets me now is when was it iOS eight came out? Or was it iOS nine? Where we had a nice little bit of surprise where we didn't know things like um, Touch ID or Force Touch and a couple of other features. We didn't know that was coming out because we didn't all have access to the betas. Now that bit of mystery. And that magic is gone. So in a way, these new public beaters are taking away any surprise that we're going to have from Apple's next product. We can only hope that Apple is doing something special with the hardware. But are we actually right to be a little bit cynical now about what the new iPhone is or isn't going to be? Because we're basically seeing everything now in the public beaters, do you think? Well, only, only... If you do not think that the entire mobile industry is reaching like an apex, I mean, okay, the the new Samsung phone was announced yesterday, I think, and that's got an iris scanner built into it, that's and the they're new saying iPhone killer, just like all yeah, the other well, Samsung. Phones. Well, of course, it is. It that's what they say. The it could, to be fair, I haven't seen it. It could be the new iPhone killer. Uh, and if the iris detection actually works, because didn't they have that thing? Yes, they had that thing where you could scan your face uh, and it would unlock your phone. And then someone yeah. tried it with a picture and it would yeah. unlock your phone. Funny that. I, want, I mean, one of, one of the uh, Nokia phones, I believe, had an iris scanner as well, but it, it didn't work. You had to move it up and down. So if they fix that problem, then kudos to them because Apple haven't got that. There's no sign, you know, as far as we know, of Apple announcing that next month. So... Great. If it works more flawlessly than the fingerprint reader, then great. If if people want that added, um, that added level of security on their phones. Uh, but again, basically, if you just look at the device, it's a rectangle, rectangular piece of metal with a with a screen on one side and and a back end on the other. And if you look at just on physical terms, that's it. Now they can change, and they have. They've like got the corners of the screen. Uh, go around sides on some of their models and stuff, things like that. But it's all really the same thing. It's the same shape because it's a phone. What else can you do with it? If you actually take the first iPhone, it's basically just a rectangle with a glass on one side and a metal back on. And that's it. It's never changed. It's just little things that are changing on the actual device. It's grown a bit. It's like become more thinner and things like this. Great. But at the end of the day, really, what else can you do with it <clears throat> so it comes down to the features that they they choose to add like you know making the camera better or or making the, the screen more high resolution and, and brighter and more vivid and stuff and and all the software that goes inside it as well like this and you know it might be true that apple is reaching a point where it's going to be very hard for them to differentiate them themselves from from the rest of the market and, unless you look at apple's bigger ecosphere because you know if you've got an apple if you've got an iphone then you can get an apple watch and you can have an and all the stuff works with supposedly itunes and stuff on your mac and all the photos sync across automatically now i know you can replicate that on windows and using android devices and google services and stuff but although you can replicate it is still not if all goes well, as frictionless as when you do it on an Apple. Now, the problem has been in recent times is some of Apple's software is not as polished as we used to expect it to be. And so people are running in with issues where photos don't sync up or documents don't sync up or iCloud doesn't function properly. So they need to really keep a hold, you know, keep a look on 
look out for bugs in, in, in those pieces of software, which is probably why now we're getting more public beaters being pushed out. So more people can hammer on that software before it's released to a much wider audience with all kinds of different demands and stuff. And also, but, Apple, <sighs> um, Apple have still got a lot of things left up their sleeve. I mean, it's not too hard to imagine that they're going to roll out that trade-in or trade-up program where instead of having to go through the whole rigmarole of selling your phone on eBay, you'll basically end up leasing it from Apple. And I, I know that would certainly tempt me if I knew that once a year I didn't have to find 700 quid, plot down for a new phone, keep it pristine for nine months, go through the hassle of selling on eBay, which will cost me another 20 quid, and hopefully they'll like it and all that sort of stuff. But, so there's plenty more tricks other than well, hardware Apple can use. Well, it depends. If the, if the, if the, um, if, if users think that the next upgrade isn't all that hot, then they're going to look at it like, I've just wasted my money for one year, two years, or however long you have to sign up for that, for that, um, that, that service. Because... People do want things that look different. I know we all, and then we want things that look different, but then we moan that they're different and they should work the same way as they've always worked. But that's just human nature. And, you know, I think moving forward now, you know, think what you will about Samsung. You know, even if the early days they did copy Apple and things like that, they've now got to such a stage where their phones do look nice. I mean, I personally never buy one because I use all the other Apple stuff. So it's not so much. I'm handcuffed into it. It's just I choose to be in, you know, into this this Apple sphere. Now, if Apple screwed up, they would have to screw up so royally for me to move away from them. I mean, I can't even contemplate what they'd have to do, and that might be a bit narrow-minded of me. But that's just the way I feel at the moment. But then I look around at other people who who are not so, uh, you know, ingrained in the in the Apple world and they haven't got Macs and they haven't got iPads and they haven't got Apple watches to them. It might be a lot easier to jump ship to, you know, a Samsung or some other Android make. If those devices look just as nice as what Apple does, or even nicer in some cases. And, uh, and all it will cost them is maybe a few apps, which they'll swallow. Cause you know, we all buy loads. We've all bought loads and loads of apps. I bought, since I've had an iPhone and iPad, I bought countless apps. But how many do I actually use on a, any particular day? Probably less than 10. You know, so <laughs> just because I bought a game that cost me, say, five quid three years ago, doesn't mean I play it anymore. It doesn't mean I'm going to lose it. I'm going to miss it or anything like that if I chose to go over to, to Samsung. And the other problem that Apple might have moving forward is a lot of the services that we do use are all the information is kept off our phone. So Facebook, for example, it's all dealt with by Facebook, Twitter, same thing. Google, most stuff's kept over on Google. I mean, a lot of these services now keep your data. So it doesn't matter. You could be agnostic on what phone and service you use. You'll still be able to get access to your information and things like this. Now, for us, me and you at the moment, I'm not talking about anybody else out there. I'm not putting words in anyone else's mouth. I think Apple is still the superior product, but a lot of people will disagree with me uh, and give me valid reasons as to why I'm wrong. And that's all well and good. But they are not me. They do not see the amount of stuff I have invested with that company and how it all just works together when I when I get home. So here's a question like- for you then. If Samsung, well, let's say Android, well, it, well, Android is Samsung pretty much at this rate. If Samsung start making better devices, would you still stick with Apple? And where would be your turning point to say, right, okay, Apple, you've been outdone by Android slash Samsung. Uh, I'm off. Is it? Well, what's what's better? 
what is better? That's what I'm saying. What is yeah. better? Because I don't know. I cannot see anything that I'm even aware of on the horizon. Um, you know, if it's like slightly faster, if it, I can customize my home screen, so cool. I don't care about customizing my home screen. I don't care about all the things that the freedoms that I understand Android give me, but I don't care about any of them. You know, some people might not care about the fact that Apple tries to think of everything that you could possibly want in a phone. Uh, you know, they might feel that more, that's too constrictive and they don't want that. So fair enough, go over to Android then. It's perfectly suited for you. You can play about to your heart's content. I am quite happy. Because I've never had an issue. I know lots of people running with software issues and stuff like that, but I've never had an issue I cannot figure out. So, you know, sometimes with a quick Google search, granted, but it's normally nothing big. It's normally some weird syncing issue that's down to, like, my just sign out of iTunes, back in again. It all bang, it works normally for me. But, uh, you know, as as I say, as, as, as this market has matured, Apple is going to find it very hard to hold on to their their crown. And they're always going to say, this is the best phone we've ever made. Because it's true. That statement will always be true. This is the best iPhone we have ever made. Yeah, that's it's just the best device they've made. Yeah, the, it's not... The, the, it's, the Samsungs... The, sorry, sorry, go on, go on. It's just, it's just a phrase. It's just a phrase that they use for their marketing. They're not saying this is the best... Although Phil Schiller sometimes does say things like that. This is the best phone out there and stuff like that. But uh, again, you can look at it. That's his personal opinion, and he's entitled to it. Uh, just like he's, all the people who say, well, right, I'm entitled to be wrong. Faster and it's got more pixels, it's got a best screen, and it will be the best uh, uh, best computer Apple have made or the best iPhone that they've made. There was a thread, if you judge it on those things alone, yeah. yes. There was a thread that I saw in Reddit and people going, oh, yes, the new um, Note 7 has killed the iPhone because of its curved screen. And it was a, there was a really nice reasoned debate. So, yes, the curved screen is good, but what are you actually gaining by having pixels curved round that you can't that you can't see and do anything with and they said yes it's really really nice but is it necessary and i think apple looking on it now obviously apple is a company that does what's necessary and nothing more like we could take the the ram for example the iphone only had one gig of ram till the longest time ever because that was what was necessary um and it worked so i still yeah but they but some of those choices they do make, they do shoot themselves in the foot. For example, if they come out with the iPhone 7, or whatever it's going to be called, and it's still got a 16-gig option at this point in time, it's very hard to to offer any sort of yeah, argument we, against We think that, but there are the people there that are going to do the thing where, oh, I can't afford an iPhone. I know I'll buy the cheapest one out there just to see what it's like, and then they go from there. But that's true. What I'm, I'm not saying that. I'm saying that the minimum they should be offering now is still a, is a 32 gig version at a 16 gig price because there's no unlike at certain Android phones, there is no option to increase that memory after sale, and the amount of stuff that you know the, the okay the quality of that camera they're using and they're sticking in there that is generating if you're shooting 4K that's generating vast amount of data and. It's it's just crazy. You're going to fill that up, and they'll say, "Okay, yeah, but then you can offload it to iCloud." True, but per device, no matter no matter how many devices I buy, you still only give me five gig free. Uh, so, hang on a minute. This isn't fair. Four K video up to YouTube if you haven't got a so, blazingly fast connection. So they do need to watch out with these little 
areas that it looks like they're penny pinching on. And I can understand why certain Android companies penny pinch because they have to. Their margins are so low. But Apple cannot use that excuse. They cannot say, you know, oh, we, we went to save a few pennies here and there because they charge vast amounts of money for their phone. Now, the new flagship Galaxy phones are just as expensive as far as I'm aware. So, you know, but they do offer they do offer these things. They do offer like more, more memory and stuff like that. And um, I do. I, so, and it's very easy for people who who want to slag off Apple to use these little um, these little slides to to actually go in there. Oh, look, you're only getting 16 gig. That's nothing. And there's no reason why you can't have 32 gig in there now. It's 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 crazy. If 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 the seven comes out with 16 gig, that is gonna be. It could always be indefensible. Worse. We could still be left with eight gig phones. At least we've got that to thank for. Yeah, but that's I know. But we've moved on. How long ago was that? We've moved on now further. We, they are now encouraging people to shoot in four K on their phones, which is crazy to me. I can't believe we've got to this stage. And if you shoot in four K, you are. I know they're doing a lot of man- memory management and things in the background and stuff like this, and a lot of it's being offloaded to you know iCloud and various services, but. You know, it's still something to be said for having what you want locally on demand. Oh, definitely. I mean, the amount of times that I've uh, I've not had data or had no signal, and I can't do anything. And that's just, a, I suppose that's just a price that we pay for the connected age. There's one thing that I did see, um, apparently in the event, which I haven't watched yet, I'll put my hand up, that apparently they did have a bit of a knock at Apple saying, and... Recognize this port making a bit of a dig at the uh, well, the next story actually about the old getting rid of the headphone ports. So, on the next story, we've got Bluetooth headphone revenue overtakes non Bluetooth ahead of the iPhone 7 slash iPhone 6 SE launch because nobody knows what it's called. So, rumors are in fact, remind me to come back to a story I saw in Teen Vogue earlier on. It came up in my feed, I didn't subscribe to it. I was about to say. Oh, How weird. Well, we're, we're going to it now. The the Teen Vogue somehow appeared in my Apple News feed. Oh, and by the way, uh, Essential Apple is back on Apple News. It's fixed and it's working. So if you have subscribed to us on Apple News and you unsubscribed because it was getting a bit messy, resubscribe and we'll let you forever. <laughs> That's an understatement, getting a bit messy. <laughs> it was not my fault. Apple decided all of a sudden I didn't want to work. Queue two and a half weeks of... Connect to Apple News. Disconnect. Connect to Apple News. Oh, you've got a link that's wrong. Going through all the articles, finding the links that were wrong. There was only about five. And then all of a sudden, there was no links wrong, but then Apple decided there was still a link missing. So I just removed everything, resubmitted the articles, and we're up. Coming- Wasn't that what I told you to do initially? I did. Excuse me, Mr. Oh, Carl Madden has been invited to be an editor on this channel. Invite expired. Yeah, because I haven't done it. I haven't accepted it yet, that's all. I was waiting for you to sort it out. It's, it's all sorted now. Coming back to <laughs> Team Vogue, they actually reported today all of the iPhone rumours as facts. Like, the new mm. iPhone will have OLED. It will have 256 gig capacity. Well, well OLED? That's that's not going to happen. Uh, no, it don't. Apparently, according to Team Rumours, uh, sorry, Team Vogue it is. In fact, I'm going to get that story and I'm going to hold on to it and bookmark it. So when the iPhone does get released, I'm going to go, this journalism thing, have you tried well, it? Well, OLED cannot work at the moment because they're, 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 
their 3D touch is based on the shaping of the LCD crystals when you put apply pressure. So they could not, unless they secretly worked out a way to do that via LED, uh, Carl, OLED. Carl, Carl, the problem here is you're using fact against those people who wish to say <laughs> Apple is doomed because they're not going over to OLED. Nobody wants to know this. Nobody wants to know the intricacies of how force touch works and you have to have a certain type of screen. Nobody. Well, not the average consumer. I don't care. It's all about I know that. quantum pixel displays now or something I was reading the other day. Okay. Quantum? I'm expecting, out, yeah, it would be the iPhone Ziggy edition. There's a throwback reference. So quantum, does that mean it's on and it's, but it's off at the same time? You're never quite sure what one it is. The iPhone 6 Schrodinger's Cat edition. Yeah, exactly. That'd be weird. Okay. As a launch of the iPhone 7 slash iPhone 6SE approaches, Bluetooth headphone purchases are on the rise. According to new data shared by the NPD Group, who I've never heard of before, in June, Bluetooth had to headphone revenue overtook non-Bluetooth for the first time, accounting for 54% of headphone dollar sales and 70% of unit sales within the United States. Again, there's no, well, there's no data set, demographic, blah, 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 but at least one story is sort of in on the whole Bluetooth headphone thing. I am still trying to find the article I saw that um, Samsung have beaten Apple to the wireless headphones. Any thoughts? Would you... Well, you're an obviously Bluetooth headphone fan. I have been using various Bluetooth headphones for over a year now, I think. Um, I started off with some fairly cheap ones. I've got... I move on to the 50 quid. 50 quid is expensive for me on these Jabra Move ones. And I love them. I absolutely love them. But... Um, yeah, it, again, this this comes down to um, how much you trust Apple. So, for example, I can understand both sides of this argument. It's really simple to understand, I think. So, you've got people who have invested vast sums, vast sums of money in their headphones, uh, and they've bought some really expensive cable headphones, and they want to listen to you know music on their phone. And and st- I, but straight away, I've got a problem with that because most of the time they listen to MP3. Um, audio. I don't care how big the how you know big the bandwidth is. Or, sorry, the uh, the uh, bit rate is. It, it's still compressed. It's still unless you're listening to lossless. It's still compressed. It's it's crazy. But um, you know, and also they're normally out and about on the streets and stuff. They listen to stuff. They listen to stuff that normally like Russ knows more about this than I do. But they normally listen to stuff that's been compressed uh, already in in in, mo- in in the studio. Let alone by the time it reaches the commercial state. And uh, what, are they, what and they may be walking around with two 300 quid headphones, but I'm thinking, well, what are you listening to? You're not listening to the classical stuff. You're listening to, like, dance and pop and things like this. And I'm thinking, really, do you, are you really saying that the music is that important to you, that you need these high-fidelity earphones and things like that? Now, granted, if they're really, if they're cabled, they can just go home and plug them into their proper hi-fi system and maybe get you know dual use out of them and things like this but if you're solely talking in this argument about what headphones you use with your phone then i think they're crazy um i was you know i was this 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 um this uh survey again that they they're talking about beats is the highest brand followed by lg followed by bose That's followed no by surprise, J-Bone. really is it that beats is number one by dollar sales but they're again you've got expensive. you've got the same situation where people 
some people love beets and they swear by beets and they'll never buy anything other than beets. And then you've got pe- other people who go hate the way it sounds. It's all subjective. I, I you know, I, for example, I listen to, I listen to heavy rock and, and country, right? They, they just, uh, and most of the time I'm walking along the high street or on a train and things like this. And you know, unless I've never had a proper pair of noise cancelling hair for headphones. So I never actually know what that, sounds like but i was talking to uh my mate kevin at the pub the other night and he has some noise cancelling headphones and he was saying like he fell asleep on the uh, on a plane uh when he woke up the music had ended but the 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 static that they the white noise that they sort of generate to get rid of the outside was still going and it made him feel disorientated and and a little bit sick which is which is kind of weird and he'd spent like quite a few dollars pounds what's wrong with me damn it on, on these um on these headphones, but again, the election too much. Yeah, maybe, maybe. But uh, but again, like, will they get rid of the? Will they get rid of the audio jack? Maybe, but I don't think they'll get on get rid of it on all of them. I think that high end phone, maybe you know the one with the supposedly has the dual cameras and all this other fantastic gubbins on it. The high range phone, maybe they'll do it on that because they'll figure they can push it forward as one of the more differentiating factors of that phone uh, and maybe just stick a, a normal audio jacket in the other ones. I mean, I, I don't, as long as they supply in headphones with the device, that's one thing. If they, if they start wanting to charge you, give you, <laughs> give you, charge you 20, 30 quid for a stupid little dongle that pl- plugs in the lightning cable uh, socket and then has an audio jack on it, then uh, that's going to be very hard to sell. But as always with these things, I have, I have faith in what Apple <laughs> this might be unfounded. I have faith in what Apple are gonna say on on that launch day. And I, I'm sure they have crafted a story. Now, there was that petition that was started saying, please don't take out the audio jack. And oh, and it was Lord. but the thing is the old, the petition was only a, was like a few months ago. But Apple work years in advance of, of these things. So this would have already been too late. There's nothing they can do about it. And they must feel, if they have done this, if they have taken that audio jack out of it, they must feel confident enough that they have got a very good reason for doing it. If they have, because, and I, I hope they have, if it offers something, and I think this is the thing that... But what? What could you? What do you think it could possibly that, offer? That's the thing. I don't know. This is the whole thing that Apple does the thinking for us. It's the story of the the Ford Mondeo that I like to tell, which apparently the Ford Motor Company went out to the streets and they said, right, what do you want from a car? And people came back with, well, I'd like a bit more boot room. Radio. I'd like it to be a little bit more economical. Radio. I'd like it to have a nice sounding stereo. Radio. I'd like uh, an improved door handle. Radio. (laughs) So... They produced the Mondo, which was one of the blandest moves ever. Did one of them ever say anything like laser light, laser beams for headlights or parking cameras or reverse parking cameras or auto driving? No, because the people on the street only asked for what they knew they could have. It takes a certain type of people, persons, company or whatever to be able to think in such a way to go, ah, right, well, let's think gonna say it sorry carol outside the box and come up with ideas and things that you never would have thought that you wanted or needed until you know we've we've thought about this and done it in this way and that's what i hope they've done with the headphones i i 
can't say with any confidence if they have. I don't know. I'd like to think that I've got enough faith in them. But one thing I'm sure of is that that picture of this so-called lightning dongle to 3.5 mil headphone, mm. that is just fake. That's got to <laughs> be fake. There is no way Apple would release something just that awful looking. That's obviously cobbled together. And yet it's well, been reported like exclusive video shows, new connector. I don't know. Have you seen some of the other dongles that they make? It's pretty basic. All it basically is is two plugs at either end, one plug at either end, and a bit of cable in the middle. I mean, that's it. The only thing that would worry me about the lightning connectors is that I don't, I can't see it being as strong or as resilient as your 3.5mm jack. So if you snag it, which let's face it, if you have wireless headphones, that's all you're ever going to blinking do, as I did last night. And as my neighbours came over to say, what's wrong, we heard you screaming, it was because my phone had just hit the floor again because the cable had wrapped around something. So once again, you've tried to break your phone. It's basically what you're trying to tell us. Gravity conspired against me. Yeah, again, again. I tell you, your house is the place hardware goes to die. You never hear of a problem with the Apple cable snapping. It's always the, the bit on the connector. Mm-mm. No, no, no. Don't go there because I've, there's plenty of people who complain about the cabling comes away. The actual cape, the, the coating comes away from the plug. There's plenty of people moaning about that online all over the place. That is, that is a common fault with Apple plugs and um, leads and things. All I know is if I was stranded and someone gave me a choice of, right, I'm going to throw you a rope or I'm going to throw you an iPhone cable, I'm going to grab that iPhone cable. <laughs> okay. It's been nice knowing you. <laughs> I'm going to grab the rope. Thank you very much. That's providing there's enough people on the end. Well, you wouldn't need it. You'd just be able to reach up and blooming pull yourself out of a hole. Exactly. Tall person type thing. You. It's an, it's an but, interesting story. Uh, quite, again, no data sets, no nothing like that. They don't base a time period or anything else like that on the system. I mean, obviously, Jabra have only really just started uh, releasing some new units recently. They've only really sort of just had a push. So... Take that well, no, I mean, if you salt, maybe you can. I, well, I don't know. So you can buy some cheap Bluetooth earphones. They're just not very good. So it is. It is a technology where you do have to spend a little bit of money to actually get something that's worthwhile. But once you find that place, once you find a standard that you could, you can is, is acceptable for you in price. They are wonderful things. I, you know, I especially during the winter and things like that, where you don't want to get your phone out and stuff like that. It's great. Just be able to control it normally, sometimes, firstly, with your watch, if you've got one. and But just the basic controls on the earphones themselves, like skip and stop and volume up, volume down. And, and like, you know, Jabber ones do accept calls and stuff, so you can still take a call while you're walking around. But it's just that... It's just a convenience thing. It's nothing more than that. It's just convenience that it offers you. There are some sometimes some technical issues, like Bluetooth is notorious for losing connection every now and again, and you have to resync it and things like this. But you know, we've had <clears throat> we've had the phono plug for so long now that is utterly ingrained. You know, when Apple done away with the floppy drive, great. That was only a few years old though. The 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 plug has been with us for cent- over a century, I believe. So that's much more ingrained in our in our consciousness, you know. It's and it's the most easiest technology to use. Here's a plug, plug it in. Sound comes out of whatever you plugged it in to, you know, into your into your speakers on your on your ears. You can't get it simpler than that. There's not no one. I don't believe there's anyone on the planet that doesn't you know how to use a cabled set of earphones. 
Whereas you introduce Bluetooth, you got to go to settings, you got to go to syncing, you got to sync it up, you got to sometimes enter a password. It's a lot more complicated, and and um, it it will be interesting if Apple think they they are confident enough that they've got a good story to tell you why this will be much better moving forward. I, I'm looking forward to hearing it. I had a lovely set of Bluetooth headphones. They cost me twelve pounds, and they've only just died. They were the Bluedio Move. Uh, and unfortunately, I wrote to the website and I asked them on Twitter, are you going to be getting these anymore? And it was one of these Chinese companies that came up with an idea for a brand, bought the cheap components. And I'm gutted. I'm absolutely gutted that uh, one of the headphones has stopped working on it. It just boots up and just gives you a load of hiss and crackle. So I might be tempted to spend a bit more. Uh, I think Mr. Matt Barton is trying to uh, shift a set of, uh, all right, mate, got a set of headphones for you. Oh, he's always trying to shift something. But I, I tell you what, I've had just as many trouble with cabled earphones. I've gone through so many of them where, like, it's gone in one ear because the cables come loose because probably the way I've treated it, granted. But I've never had an issue with the Bluetooth ones other than syncing at the moment. No, and I'm, I'm going to – I might even do a bit of a buyer's guide uh, or a review because I've got some Sennheiser HD 202s, I think, now. And these are – this is my pet gripe with Amazon. You would think – a set of headphones with over 1,500 reviews that have got four and a half stars out of five. You're thinking, yeah, okay. All right, these are already costing me 35 quid, but they're going to be half decent. Are they heck? It sounds like everything is coming through a bass speaker with a little with a little tease of treble, just enough to get you excited. But that's, that's what I'm saying. So this is where it comes down to a personal choice. Some people like their music like that. Like That's Muffled. apparently... Mm, well, again, it depends what you're listening to. If you're listening to just something that's thumping bass all the way through it, you're not going to notice that much. It's, the, the, it's, it's, well, the way I've always tested it, and I'll put a link in the show notes. Oh, sorry, the twenty nine ninety nine. So again... Maybe I, I shouldn't bought, have expected too much from them. Well, but. I, I I bought some Sennheiser like plugs not so not so long ago because uh, they were going for like twenty quid, and I got them, and they sounded absolutely awful, and they were like highly rated, and I just I just basically threw them in my drawer, and I've never used them again since. It was absolutely terrible, and that was after getting some really cheap, nasty, horrible ones um, uh, that one of the listeners recommended to me. Um, Rob, I think it was, and uh, they were like four ninety nine <laughs> on, on on eBay, and they were the best sounding earplugs I'd ever had in my life. They just absolutely sounded brilliant. Um, yeah, so it's it's all it's all weird, isn't it? It's all that very subjective and what you listen to and where you're listening to and stuff. Do you know? I tell you what, I know that kids don't really appreciate music that much nowadays, and you know how I know this is because they're willing to listen to their phone just walking along the street with it just playing through the little speakers and it's seriously that's that and that's that's it the kids of today the youths of today i've never maybe they do it in private but you know they're not listening to the likes of pink floyd and and like prog rock or anything like this where the these 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 sounds are so immersive if you close your eyes and maybe if you take something that might influence influence your state in some way but uh you know you can relax and just go off and you know the sound fields are amazing but 
Perhaps the, the music they listen to does do that to them. I don't know. I, I shouldn't really judge. Well, but um, for what's in the, the charts these days, there isn't much string or percussion or anything like that. It's all, elect- I'm going to sound old, electronic bips, bops and noise. Yeah, but you just sound like an old man now, but just like I just yes, did. Yes, it's true. Yes, it's true. But we are, we're, we are, we're heading towards middle age, some faster than others. Headed? I'm there. <laughs> I'm there. What are we talking about? I was trying to keep the mysteriousness of the podcast host. <laughs> There's a few songs. I a friend of mine who was a, a famous DJ in Ireland said to me, "If you're ever going to test headphones, choose a song you really, really love. Get the highest version you can um, you can find, and listen to that. So get to know the song that you're listening to, and then when you come to do a headphone review or listen to any music, you'll be able to spot things that you can hear and don't hear. And that's why I always listen to my go-to favourite in Sweet Home Chicago by, by the Blues Brothers. Because that has a bit of bass, a bit of treble, a bit of um, horns in it, a bit of guitar in it, and it's a but, blinking good song as well. But what are you listening to? What's the form? What's the media? Normally, it's a 320 kilobyte MP3. Or I will fire up. Oh, what's that app called? I can't remember. Nope. Okay. It was a. It was basically it's like an iPhone alternative to Winamp, where it will actually play FLAC files, and then when okay. I do my proper testing, I'll go and do that. So I'm not just listening to 128k and know that I'm not going to hear all the nuances. And that's what annoys me about these headphones is that they just, even the bass just sounds. It sounds like a bass drum, but it sounds like it's going through a bit of sponge. And I've had these on. I thought, right, what I'm going to do, I was disappointed what I had about the box. I thought, right, I'm going to leave my computer on all day, leave the radio on uh, with a channel that I know plays a random selection of music, so I'm going to break them in. Come back today, and they don't <laughs> sound any different. So, well, that's, that's trouble buying online, isn't it? You're buying blind, well, you're buying deaf, really. So uh, you need to go, go in shops and try them out. Now, I know where you live, you probably haven't got that option, but fortunately down here in London. My local supermarket has got one of those um, soundbar things now where you can plug your phone into and try headphones on. But I don't know if I want to try headphones in a local supermarket, given the youth that walks around. And I saw this the other day, and I I almost went old man. So you know like how kids today, they wear the baggy trousers and stuff like that, and they walk with their hands. Here we go again. Yep. (laughs) They walk down with their hands down their trousers and stuff like that. This one kid, and I swear, as God is my witness, he had his hands that far down his pants. He was riding the gentleman's plumage area, and then bought it out, and then was starting to muck around with the veg. I'm thinking, well, I'm glad I'm not <laughs> buying veg this week, and no word of a lot I've seen. So it. let me get this straight: he was mix, mixing around, mucking around with the veg after he took his hands out of his trousers. Yes. Right, not badly okay. it makes it any difference. I'm thinking, <laughs> if there's a youth of today that are going to be trying on headphones after touching their gentleman's parts, I'm not going to try. Just, to, I'd rather go through the hassle of Amazon's return process, which is giving me no theory, by the way. <laughs> I got news for you, right? Any door handle you touch in the public space, anything you touch in a public space, gl- glasses you drink from in the pub, it's, it's all I covered in I eat peanuts crap. from a bar. I don't mind that. That's, I know the risk implied because I haven't okay. seen Okay. Okay. So the alternative is you walk around with a bottle of, um, was it Purell or something? Uh, not Purell. What's the gel thing that you clean your hands with? Oh, anti-back. Purell. Purell. Yeah, but what, I think, what inspires I someone know. to walk around with their hands down their crotch? Fashion. 
There's stupid fashion. We had it in our youth as well. There were stupid fashion trends like saying man after every word and stuff. It's just it's just kids. Kids are idiots. You know, we fortunately we grow out of it. Well, most of us do. I'm still trying. Well, should we go on to something that the youth will be incredibly, incredibly happy to hear about? Kanye West <laughs> wants Apple to buy Tiddle. Cause of an executive <laughs> meet. I'm not going to swear because I don't trust myself to go back and do the edit this week. F flip. All this, Say flip. Flip or this testicle swinging contest. We gone, sick, be dead in 100 years. Let the kids have the music. Where said, in an apparent reference to late Apple co-founder Steve Jobs, he added, Apple give Jay his check for Tidor. Now stop trying to act like you, Steve. Let the kids... Yeah, that was, that was the statement... Which I write at the end, yeah, let the kids have the music. Don't charge an absolute fortune for it. Well, it's um, it's a rumour that's come, been out recently, like uh, Apple might buy Tidal. But then I started thinking about it. Just mind you, I, I had similar thoughts before they bought Beats as well, to tell you the truth. But now they bought Beats, I, I started thinking, well, what on earth could Tidal offer them? So it's one of the smallest um, streaming services going because it didn't make that much of an impact. It does offer a higher quality of streaming than Apple currently does. But if you think about how much Apple actually streams with all its movies and TV shows and current music, it'd be very easy for them to up the quality of their stream. They don't need necessarily any technology to do that. They just have to decide if that's something they want to do. Um, Of course, the other thing that Tidal has got is it's got some exclusivity um, with some of his artists, so Just they'll release. Too, I was going to say, is that the main reason why they would plonk down that money to say, ah, oh, right, well, we hang on, no, no. So, so they've got they've got that, but at the same time, Apple is also turning around to various artists and funding their music videos and trying to get them in on Apple to to release various things. Now, JC himself, his last album, um, released it purely on Tidal. And it did, yeah, it did, it didn't do very well at all. It done okay, you know, because it's Jay Z. So all his fans went out there and and subscribed and got the album, but it it didn't do anything. And he said at the time, this will never, never, never appear on Apple Music or iTunes or any other place for that matter. Within a few weeks, he had to change his mind. He had to, he had to put it out. Now, him being Kanye, he doesn't care. He's, you know, he swallowed his. Swallowed his pride, or just forgot he, he had it, and and put it out and made millions. You know, it was up at the top of the charts. But what what on earth? See, I think Apple's in the bargaining seat here. They're they're in the driver's seat. If there's negotiations going on, they're in the driver's seat. They don't have to do anything. They can just wait for the contracts to expire, then maybe sign up these artists. I mean, you know, we've had recently we did a story the other week about Spotify, um, uh, about them saying like we we when the music charging system changes in 2018, they are asking, they were asking for people to put in their suggestions and Apple put in their suggestion about this amount of money. Um, so much for every hundred plays and things like this. Now that would be a serious strain on Spotify. If the, if the, the company takes on that, that view. So we still haven't heard what Google said, what Spotify said, or all these other companies said, because the only important one was Apple apparently. But anyway, so that's going to change in 2018. So that might weaken Spotify's position in the music streaming realm by then. Um, and Tidal's going to have a similar problem. Uh, so, but, you know, Tidal's thing was it would give the artists more money. 
so they you know it wouldn't be such a loss for them when they people stream their music well apple already pay above the odds what other people pay for streaming not much granted but it is higher than the likes of spotify pay um because they want to get in and all that nonsense they had with taylor swift when it was introduced i still think that was conspiracy i I can't help it it was just too convenient the way all that went down like Taylor Swift calling up Eddie Q over a weekend and then he comes into work and they fix everything by Monday morning no, and now she does nothing. She, do- T-Swift. she does nothing. Now, I'm not saying, I'm just saying, I just think it was like manufactured and now she's doing all the adverts for various Apple devices and things and even the platform, even Apple Tune, uh, iTunes, sorry, uh, Apple Music, sorry. Um, so, you know, that just, there's something, there's a bad smell there, that's all I'm saying. Um but Even you know it's okay. I it didn't to doff my eyebrow of cynicalness in the world of T Swift when I should hope so. I hope so. I hope so. That was um that was well played because they got a lot of no got both of them, got a lot of publicity out of that and got a lot of recognition and they didn't have to pay much. All they had to do is give the money over that they would have given anyway. So well done, Apple Taylor. Well done indeed. Uh now <laughs> Kanye and Taylor have had their run-ins, <laughs> so um, they, maybe there's no love lost there. But, uh, yeah, so I don't know. I don't, you know, because he, he, Kanye West is notorious for these kinds of things. He's got, he's, he's like a bigger, larger-than-life bloke. I don't particularly like what he what he is, what he does, and things like that. I, I think he's got a massive, a massive ego problem. Uh, you know, like anyone that tells a disabled person to get up at his concert and wave their, like jump around and wave their hands is seriously lacking in tact, even though I know that he probably didn't know that they were disabled, granted. But uh, still not a nice story. But uh, yeah, I'd, I don't think, why, why? Why should Apple give them anything? Why should Apple give them anything at all? Why? Why? What can they get out of it? I don't understand. Go let, let them go to Spotify and let them buy it. Or even better, let him sing. Well, no, that's not fair. I don't want to see him sing, not because of him, but because of all the other artists that may or may not have signed some weird exclusive. Well, who were they? They were like the likes of Madonna. Well, they were like Kanye. Gone, they were he? Beyonce. Uh, Kanye's gone. Beyonce they're all, with him, they're, I should imagine so. It's his, it's his missus, isn't it? But I don't know. I don't know. But uh, they're all like big established artists. And it was... It always seemed a bit funny, like because they were on stage going, "Oh yeah, because we're we're doing really badly, and this is gonna." And you think, what are you talking about? You do videos, you do music videos where you're talking about your, you know, your private yacht and things like this. How how do you think that makes us, the average consumer, feel in this age of austerity that you're running around on in your videos at least, granted, on these big motorboats and like in these big penthouses in New York. And then you turn around the next day virtually and say, oh, we're penniless. We, we need more money well, for our, you know, our beloved music. You don't have a very long um, you know, shelf life. You know? <laughs> it's granted. I mean, I've got, I've got no I've, – I've, I've, I've never had any sympathy for that argument. I find, you know, in, in the past, great, there was a model of scarcity and artists could, if they had legitimate talent, make lots and lots of money. I just don't think that's valid anymore, that – that method scarcity model no longer exists they're trying to create a scarcity model by making their music available on just one system the only problem with that is piracy has come along and decimated that scarcity model so yeah if i'm grant i'm sure a lot of your his fans did sign up and use tidal to get his latest movie um, uh, album i'm sure a lot more went and pirated off somewhere off 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 um, BitTorrent or something like that it's just just the way it is and I see. I, it's hard for me to argue because I they're offering nothing I particularly want. 
So, um, so that might be why I'm so down on it. But I, I seriously do not see why Apple should be willing to take on Tidal. I mean, do they should be driving a hard bargain. At all. Who has no. gotten a Tiddle subscription? No, I don't. I don't know any. I'm sure people have are out there like the groovy cats and stuff like that. Groovy cats, listen to me. But um, my God, but, we are old, aren't we? It's your birthday. Yes, yeah, we are. Birthday. We are old, but that's the point, isn't it? They they are trying to. I'm not sure about Madonna, but they're trying to um, pull in a young crowd because that's that's their audience. So maybe they don't know. Maybe they don't care. They don't probably care about the the. The, the the economics of the situation they just see it as a guy who, who's done well and, and and is making lots of money and stuff which is what they're probably aspiring to do so but you know once you grow up a little bit and you realize well oh, sometimes sometimes you've got to work hard for your money it's it's a little bit galling sometimes when you see how these artists behave and 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 when they make stupid statements about you know what they think they're worth and it, it just annoys me it's not it's not a good Thing. it just annoys me and that's probably why i get a bit upset about it but you know it won't be the last time i just really don't see what they can offer apple it's more what apple can offer them at this stage i think i suppose if anything if they're uh, if they were to get the artist exclusivity or whoever's left on board then they could keep that and have that as a itunes slash apple only thing that that would be the play but well no i don't i don't see that the coast of you know apple buying artists <clears throat> I don't see that. Why would you? Why, if you're an artist, if you're a global artist, why would you not want to be on iTunes? That would be crazy to me. That is the way most people, a lot of people. I mean, look at how much Apple are pulling in from services now, based on last uh, the other week's quarterly figures. It's going up and up and up. People, it's just convenience. Now, I don't, I don't necessarily buy my music from iTunes because I got a streaming service now. I don't need to buy anything. But a lot of people do, they see that 99p and they go, buy, because it's impulse. It's nothing. 99p is not even a cup of coffee in this modern age, you know. And and people do see these things and they just buy it. They might not buy the entire album, but they'll buy the single probably. And that's why, you know, these. It's, it's, they've made it so, Steve Jobs made it really easy to do. And now you've not just got Apple doing it, you've got Google doing it, you've got Amazon doing it, you've got all these other companies doing the same thing. And if you want to reduce, if you want to restrict your audience to just one surface, then that is crazy in the digital age because anyone who doesn't want to pay that subscription is just probably going to copy your stuff anyway because it's out there. As soon as it, all it takes is one copy to get out there on the net and it's gone. It can be reproduced time and time again. It's too late. There's no need for, there's no point doing exclusivity. You're just, just hampering yourself. It's the way the old model used to work, and it's probably something they're comfortable with and it's something they know. But in the modern age, it just does not work. I don't think we're even working out to that. Should we, I'll tell you what, let's mix it. We're seeing that we're doing a little bit of a different episode this week. Let's go, I'll tell you, let's go straight into our worth of chirp, shall we? What have you got for us this week, then, Carl, on the old worth of chirp stakes? Um, I've got an iPhone case, a bumper case. Um, so you, had this, you told me, oh, here we are. So the other day I said, oh, do you fancy reviewing an iPhone case? Oh, I don't want to be one of those people reviewing iPhone well, I don't cases. Want to re- I don't want to review one because it's very hard to review a bumper case. I don't mind telling you here on, a, a, on an audio oh, podcast. because it's a bumper case, right. It's a bumper. It's not even a case. It's a bumper. So, so as we all know, Apple produces their own 
various bumpers and things like this I, I did on the previous models. But this one, this was uh, a Kickstarter campaign originally, and it got funded. Um, these are the guys. The only reason I discovered this bumper case is because these are the guys who are currently kickstarting that Apple charger, which is a little disc that you can plug a mini USB into and it will charge your phone. So you can take this like $20 little device when it finally comes out later in the year and, and use that to charge your phone rather than taking the big cable or buying an extra cable. So I thought, well, that'd be quite handy. And once you go to that page to look at that little advert, and you, actually I encourage you to do that because it's a really good Kickstarter video. It's quite funny. Um, it said previous things that they actually bought to market. And I thought, oh, I'll look into that. So it's K11 premium bumper case. And it's what it is, is the reason I like it is because it matches the coloring of your iPhone. So even though it's a nice, it's still a rubberized case, but it's got metal plating around, well, whatever that's whatever that metal is around the side of it and it's colored to exactly the same color as your device so gold rose rose, uh, rose gold and and space gray and you know and uh, it looks really nice it goes on there very firmly and fits very firmly although there were a few reviews that say the units were a bit loose and they'd send them back and get another one but my one fitted perfectly it's 27 quid it's the k11 premium bumper for apple iphone 6 plus in my case and uh sorry no, no, go on. I was, I was just about to do the Amazon shit all then, but you were still going. Go on. Yeah. So uh, it's, 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 like I say, 30 quid it's, might be a bit expensive, but apparently this is quite, you can drop it. I'm never testing that fact. I don't care. I don't care what people pay me. I'm not testing if I can drop my phone. I'm not Matt. He, he I was going to say, it again the other day. Right. Yeah, exactly. But it does make my phone, it looks like the phone's naked, but it's not. It's got this, like, cover, it's got this edge around it now, and it looks, looks pretty good i mean i am now showing off the fact that i've got a pink iphone granted um but no one comments no one comes up to a six or seven giant and go you got a pink iphone mate yeah, but, um, they look at the size of you that's why you've got a lot of size to back up anything you're saying like that and okay mate, exactly make an observation exactly. <laughs> exactly so uh yeah so it's really nice it's uh it's currently on my phone and i'm rocking it uh hopefully when the iphone 7 comes out they will make another model for that because it's really nice, especially if it's that blue one that's the rumours going around. There's, there's rumours that we're going to get a, a blue iPhone 7, so that'd be nice because we've had the pink one, so now we want a blue one. If they do a blue one, that'll probably be the one that I would go for. My worth a chirp this week is the new Apple TV remote app, free from the Apple Store, and I like it just because it makes entering passwords easy, <laughs> especially since I've just gone ahead and used one password don't use one password for your passwords. Use one password. See, do you like that? Do you see one password have, have created a new account as well, uh, a new service as well? Three pound a month, three dollars a month, and it's web based as well now. I have not. Mm. But if uh, I hadn't seen that, what I would do is I could use my iPhone version of one password because it's really good, and I'm using it every single day to find my password, copy, and then paste it into the password field, which you can now do with a new Apple TV remote app. And it works pretty much the same way as you would imagine the Apple do, because it mimics the new Apple TV for remote. You don't need to have iOS 10. You can use it on any device, and it just makes things a little bit more convenient for swiping around. The only downside I would say is you have to swipe your count tab. 
What I mean by that is, if you've got the Apple remote, you know that you can click on the edges of the remote to make it go up, down, left or right. Well, with the app, you can't. You have to actually do a complete swiping gesture, which is a little bit disappointing. Also, you could say it's a bit disorientating to have to press the Siri icon on the screen rather than the button on your phone if you're used to using Hey Siri. <laughs> I can say that now, can't I? Because everyone's trained their phone to recognise their own voice. It's really, really worth it. So there we are. That's our worth of chirps for the week. And of course, anything you've heard can be bought by Amazon. If you like us, use our link, go to Amazon, buy something, and we get a very small percentage from whatever you buy, and that helps to support the show. If you don't like us, use our Amazon link anyway, <laughs> so we get enough money so we don't have to do this anymore. So in, a, in any which way, everyone's a winner. And if you don't want to do any of that, you can go onto the Twitter, the Facebook. We're on the Twitter at Essential Apple One, Facebook or Google Plus. Uh, feedback wise, um, have we got any feedback this week? Let's have a quick look. Yes, we had some Google Plus feedback from Serenic about last week's show. Carl, do you want to read this one? No, I'm not on that page. <laughs> oh, fair enough. I'll read it then. Another excellent show, lads, went off the road all over the place, but not in a bad way. I rather like it when a discussion takes its own path and as long as it's vaguely related to tech or something. And even sometimes it is just great when a career is clean off the tracks. Well, if you've listened to any of our shows, you'll know that very, very rarely can we stay on topic. I think, you know what? Should we call it a night? Aye. Why the dickens not? I'm going to the pub because they've got a curry night on for a change instead of being up till midnight editing the podcast. So, Carl, the big question is, how can they get a hold of you if they so wish, sir? They get a hold of me on Twitter at Claw 101 and, strangely enough, the Mac and Forth show is back as well. So if you want to resubscribe if you left it alone, uh, it's just a one-man show. Now, I haven't fallen out with Mark or anything, have I? I fallen out with you? He says, he says, you wait till he gets snapped up by some big media conglomerate. No, don't be silly. But, uh, yeah, so it's just uh, where I, I can go in a bit more, not in depth, but I can like handle some of these stories the way I, I, I basically I can take the mick out of them if I want to. So, um, and I don't get any, into, anyone else into trouble as I do it as well. So it's, um, so I'm back anyway. So I've only got one show out at the moment. Another one will be coming out probably over the weekend. Uh, and yeah, it's just me, Gabbert, Bagger, uh, <laughs> jabbering away for about 30, 30, 40 minutes. And to um, think, Last week, when I did the intro, and I knew nothing about this last week, absolutely nothing, and I went, and introducing Mr. Carl Madden from the Mac and Forth show. And yeah, went, I hadn't, what? I hadn't decided then. I hadn't deci- I didn't decide to do it until the next day. But it takes you so long to put your shows out, but by then <laughs> I still you beat you out. <laughs> my show, so like my show that I hadn't even like contemplated oh, doing. Oh, my show. Oh, I can get my show out in a couple of minutes. Well, this is your uh, show. Yeah, this is saying, your show. That's my yeah, show. When you do your show, you as in like Carl goes, Oh, I get my show out in a couple of minutes. I just do this, that, and the other. And it well, no, not, not this one because I, I record 10 minutes a day, sort of thing. So I record basically 10 minutes a day throughout the week and then I clump them all together in audacity and I throw them out. I'm, you know, and that's, that's how I do it. So it makes it very, this is why I can now do the show because I only need to find 10 minutes a day to actually do it rather than because I, re, I, I read in the morning when I wake up. Um, I read on my lunch break during the day, and then by the time I get home, I formulated what I want to talk about, and I just sit down and, and, and record it. Yep, so I, I, I should have realized I should have mentioned that at the top of the show. That could have been our opener. So, yes, go and check out macandforth.com because 
that's pretty much where I got my first break into the big old world of podcasting. You can get me on the Twitter at EssentialApple1 on the Twitter. We are on Apple News, so if you can, go into your Apple News, click Favourite, click Plus, click Search, not Plus, I should say. No, click Search, is it, then Plus? Yep, Search. search. And then when you find it, do Plus. And you'll see a lovely picture of two monkeys, and you'll see Apple, sorry, Carl's latest rant and rave about rumours, rumours, oh my god, rumours. So yes, please do go ahead, check out MacInforth.com and go and subscribe to Carl's show, as well as ours, this one here, on the iTunes. So you can get hold of me via the Twitter, at EssentialApple1, on the Facebook, look for Essential Apple on the Apple News, go down to Favourite, click Search, type in Essential Apple, and we'll be there. You'll see the cover art with a picture of two monkeys for Carl's article. And to do something a bit different again this week, we're going to leave you this week with Nemo's Hardware Store with some handy travel tips. Cheerio, everyone. Cheerio. Nemo's Hardware Store is on vacation this week, so I have a couple of travel tips for you. In Audible, which is the audiobook site, there is a sleep timer, so you can listen to your audiobook and it'll put you to sleep, and then you can rewind if necessary if you miss a couple of sentences or a chapter or two. Pandora is even better. It not only has a sleep timer, but it also has a wake-up alarm clock with music. So look in the settings, both for Audible and Pandora, for the sleep timer and the wake-up. Really, really helpful when you're traveling. When you're doing photography, especially if you have an iPhone and you're doing photography with your phone, delete your bad pictures immediately. As soon as you get a chance, as soon as you're in the shade, out of the sun, Review your camera roll or your iCloud photo library and get rid of the pictures that are second or third quality. You'll never use those pictures. They're crummy. They're bad. Dump them. That way, when all of your pictures get shared to your stream or to Dropbox or wherever you save them, you won't have the extras. And it's much easier to do when you're fresh and you've been looking at the pictures on the road, up in the mountain, out at the beach, in the forest, by the streams and rivers, wherever you happen to be. With the battery situation being that it's easy to use up your battery doing photography, photography and maps and GPS and video, that uses up your battery. So see if you can find a portable battery that actually has a lightning cable built in. I have one and I recommend that. So look for one. If not, have a couple of portable batteries with you because that way you don't need to worry about being stuck somewhere if you have an accident or if you're late someplace and you need to use that phone or iPad or whatever, you always have that backup battery. Don't count on your car's charger getting you by in a crisis situation, because your car may be the crisis. And if you're a musician like I am, if you can afford it or look around for it, get a ukulele or a baby guitar. I travel with a baby guitar in a case, and it really livens up wherever we're staying someplace. Pull it out, play a few songs, It's a great way to make friends, meet people, and if you're not a musician, make sure you have some good songs queued up on your playlist so people can enjoy you and your company and you can get to learn one another through music. Music is a great way to open doors and to massage those friendships that you have while you are traveling. And you will be using the Maps app. I've got good news on the Maps app. Apple's Maps app is getting better and Google's is getting way better because the driving directions that they give you under details actually now tells you which lane to be in, which is extremely helpful, especially when you're in a place you've never been before and probably will never be again. So Apple Maps is excellent. Google Maps is really great with the new lane turn navigational directions. 
Google has more information about the place you're going, and Apple is more of a pure, informative map. I like them both. I know Carl was talking about that recently, so have them both handy. Back next week with a real Nemo's hardware store. Have a good vacation wherever you are.